Hello, Joy Starters. Happy almost Christmas and happy last episode of the Joy Starters podcast for this season. And then we take a break. We will be back in January, mid-January, I'm thinking, as you have had time to think about everything, your life, who you are. I have to make you laugh and tell you that the past couple of days, I have been sharing with people, trying to get together with friends at the last minute, get them signed books, do different things like that. And I'm like, hey, yeah, you know that time after Christmas, between Christmas and the new year, where you don't know what your name is, you're eating leftovers over and over and over again. You sleep, you eat, you don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, and you're wearing stretch pants. Yeah. And if you are not, if you have to go to work after Christmas, I just want to say thank you for what you do for us. Thank you for working. I've typically had that time off. I will also make you laugh and say that I told myself a little fib, and the fib was, oh, I'm going to take off the week before Christmas, and I'm going to be off the week after Christmas, and that's how I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, well, that hasn't happened because we're going to the AFCA in early January. I'll leave here on the 5th. I'll drive up because I will be bringing something beautiful back, which I'll share in just a minute. Another neat little story. They love my stories. Obviously, because you listen to the podcast. But so, yeah, just getting that ready. We have a booth for the first time. I've spoken at the AFCA in 2018. Just absolute honor to speak there. It's almost all male coaches. And to get to speak there is just unreal. And so we this year, we have something different. We have a booth to go along with it, like a booth. And I've been a part of other people's booths in the past. I've had tables here and there for different things. But never like has I'm changing the narrative had an official booth. And not only that, it's super, super cool. But seven of our team members are flying in and we have an amazing sponsor that is making this all possible. But we are flying them in from California, from Illinois, from Pittsburgh, from where else are they coming from? From Georgia. I'm coming from Florida. And that's just part of our people from Arkansas. And they're coming in and we'll have this booth at the AFCA. If you know a coach that's going to be there, a coach's wife, let them know to come by and see us or an exhibitor. And if you don't know what the AFCA is, sorry, I'm just kind of speaking in football terms, American Football Coaches Association. And so it's between six and 8,000 coaches descend on the convention each year. We'll watch a national championship together. We'll have some team building stuff going on with my team. And we will get there on Saturday to set up. And then the exhibition will be Sunday, Monday, part of the day, Tuesday, and it's a half day on Tuesday. And then everybody leaves. It's a half day. I think it's a half day on Tuesday. Everybody leaves on Wednesday. So yeah, I may have fibbed to myself. I had the best of intentions, but, but, but I am, I am, I am locking it down. Stretch pants, hash brown casserole reading, sleeping in late, being grateful for my family, worshiping a risen savior, risen, that word was risen, savior. I am going to relax and be grateful and say goodbye to 2023, which was such a great year. It was so great. It was so great. I said this in a live the other day. I've taken to singing these little ditties that I sing for you in a melody and I'm terrible at it, but it makes me laugh. And we need more laughter in the world. Oh, gracious, do we need more laughter in the world? So I have to tell you a few stories 
And I, I want to encourage you also to dream. I, I want you to take the time, holidays, after the holidays, when you're with family, whatever that looks like. And I want you to dream. I am going to be doing something my girlfriends don't even know about it yet, but I am going to be doing something in the new year called a dream dinner where we bring my friends together and I encourage you to do it too. Where we bring my friends together and we don't talk about old stuff or what happened. We talk about our dreams, our goals. What do we want for the upcoming year? Who do we want to be? How do we want to grow? And, and then how can we help each other do that? How can we help support each other? That is what it's all about, community, helping each other. So maybe you can have a dream dinner. Maybe you can do a dream dinner with your family that's going to be in your home. We're going to have a really quiet Christmas this year. Our kids will be here, but we're not traveling. We're not going anywhere. So um, it'll, be, it'll be quiet. It'll be great. And we're really excited about that. And so there'll be time to dream and plan. Now, you might be going for Christmases. You might be going, 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 going. And that's totally okay. But if you have the moment to sit down and dream and plan and think about next year and reminisce and, and be grateful, be grateful for a roof over your head and hot water and family and fur babies. And if you're alone and missing people, I also want to say this. I, won't, I, I never give out names, but they know who I'm talking about. I have two of my clients, one of them, actually three of my clients. I've, I've got one of them who's who's feeling like, and I, I'm sharing these because a lot of times you can see yourself in my client's stories or my stories. One of them is feeling like, and, and I felt like this too, it particularly happens to women, and that is where she feels like she is behind on things. She should be farther along at this particular age. And I told her it happens a lot to women. Like, I should be married by now. I should be having children by now. I should be doing this. I should be should, 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 should. And it makes you crazy. And I told her, you're right where you are meant to be, exactly where you are meant to be today. And don't get it twisted, right? So that's happening with one of my clients. Another one of my clients has had tremendous loss this fall and then also got married and also is having a baby all within a short amount of time. And so he's really feeling all the feels. And so we're walking through that. And I have another client who is, wow, who is, just they had had a disappointment, something that they wanted very deeply didn't happen. And so just walking through that, God's plan. So I'm saying all that to say is that maybe you see yourself in those people. Maybe you're like me and you get the quiet Christmas and gosh, I miss my mom and and my adopted dad so much. Maybe, maybe you you got the quiet Christmas or maybe it's hard this year. Maybe it's just hard and you're just trying to keep your nose above water. I want to tell you that I see you and I love you and you matter and you got this and you're going to get through this and be gentle with yourself and be graceful with yourself. That's what I want for you this season. But I want you to find time to just think about and dream and plan and get excited about 2024 and what is ahead. When I do a lot of work in the mental health space, which is a big, huge part of what I do, I I tell people, you haven't even met all the people you're going to love yet. You don't even know what goodness is up around the corner. You have no idea. And so, yeah. Whew. Yeah. I just want to encourage you in all of that this season, wherever you find yourself, I see you. Whether it's all over and, and, uh, and tons of people and all the things, or whether it's quieter, you're missing somebody. I will also tell you, 
that the other day I found myself very overwhelmed. I had because of the the AFCA coming up, and I'm so honored to speak and I'm so thankful to the AFCA. And I don't take it lightly that I'm one of the only females there speaking and speaking again after 2018. I don't take that lightly at all. And that these people would come and we get to bring them and the sponsor would do this for us and all of the things, right? I don't take that lightly. I could feel myself just getting just just wound up. Oh, I got to do this, got to do that, I got to do, do that. And I, and I stopped. And I stopped and I, I started doing this. And I don't know if you've heard it. It was, it was really popular on Instagram about, mm, about six months ago, a year ago. It's like, girl, you doing a good job. Girl, you doing a good job. Girl, you doing a good job. It was, it was a little ditty and everybody was using it as audio. And so I started to just say that to myself. And I was like, girl, you doing a good job. Girl, you doing a good job. Because house, and I, I run a house, and I love putting a meal on the table for my husband at night, and my kids, and I'm not the greatest cook, but there's some things I do really well. And, and, and so all the things, and Christmas, and projects, and, and yeah, all of it. And so I was starting to get wound up, and I started singing to myself, and then I said, okay. I looked for the, the song on Instagram, and I couldn't find it, but I, I did find I think it was Everybody Dance Now. No, it was, it was another one. But anyway, you can go to my Instagram. And, and I just danced it out for a minute. And I was like pointing to myself like, you're, you're the bomb. You got this. I was encouraging myself. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to encourage yourself. I want you to dream. I want you to plan. I want you to get excited for life. Because I'm going to be gone from you for a couple of weeks. I won't be gone. I mean, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me through my coaching. You can find me through the mastermind that's starting in January. You can always send me a message, an email. You can find me through my, my book. I've had so many people just reach out to me recently and say, maybe you get tired of this, or I don't know if you want to hear this, but your book did this, your book did... And I'm like, I always want to hear it. I want to hear it 45 years from now. I want to hear it. I, I A girlfriend of mine named Yarrow that I met through the Outsiders Club, the Outliers Club, excuse me, she messaged me this morning and she said, she said, my mom, I gave my mom the book and the mom, her mom said she has been noticing so much joy, so much more joy in her life since reading the book, y'all. Another friend, Krista, had a book club with the book. I'm meeting another friend, Kat, who's buying a couple of copies for friends. My friend Ale from my Bible study girl gang is, is doing the, the, she bought it for a couple of people and just knowing that, that my words are touching people is everything. So I want to get to my stories and then I will bid my adieu for this season. And it's just crazy, right? Like the season is just, yeah, but we'll be back in January. So, so Sunday, Sunday, I went to church with my biological dad. We have a great relationship now. It's been amazing, and I'm very grateful for him. And so he came down. He lives in Florida, and he came up, actually. He lives in Florida, and he took my husband and I with his new girlfriend. She's amazing. We went to a really nice, fancy di dinner, and uh, he took us to a fancy dinner. Very grateful, got dressed up. Mama don't get to get dressed up that much anymore. I used to be dressed up a ton, and so I don't get to get dressed up that more anymore, so... That's just a little aside. I, I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Took lots of pictures, put them on social media, all the things. 
Hey, Joy Starter, just want to tell you about an amazing opportunity I have starting mid-January. I am kicking off a mastermind, a three-month mastermind. So if you know you're ready, like you're ready to level up, you know there's something inside of you, a book, a passion project, a business, an idea you want to speak, you want to create, or you know change, you, that's what you want the most, change inside of you. It may not be a thing, it's change. Come be a part of this three-month mastermind. We'll meet weekly. Then you'll get a single session with me each month. And we're also coming to Amelia Island, and we're going to spend the day together, and we're going to whiteboard, and we're going to do all the things. It's like camp for big kids. Just call it Camp Joy. I have very limited spots left. So if you want more information, there is the coaching link on rachelbarbo.com, coaching link on rachelbarbo.com. Fill out the job form. You owe it to yourself. And if this is not for you, there's other options, right? But I cannot not share this because it's going to be an amazing time of transformation. It's going to be beautiful. And you're invited to Camp Joy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a cheese ball and I love it. Love y'all. So the next day they were here, they were staying at a hotel on the ocean. And he asked, I asked him, would you like to go to church with us? And he said, yep. So I told my husband, hey, they're going to meet us at church. And he said, that's great. And that night we had this like weird tropical storm come through Florida. And I'm talking about usually Florida, we get a lot of rain, but like the whole state was covered. The entire freaking state was covered, like in green, like insane. And so about five o'clock in the morning, I woke up and there were like terrible winds. I thought all my plants are for sure goners. Like, oh my gracious, what am I doing? I love my plants. I become a freaky plant lady. And I I didn't pull them in because it kind of snuck up on us. And so that happened. And then something that I ate just did not agree with me. So my tummy was hurting. So it was time to get up for church. And I really contemplated it. I was tired. I didn't sleep because of the wind. My stomach was hurting. I All the things. I had legitimacy of, of rolling back over and just getting rest and telling my dad, hey, y'all go on. Enjoy your day. I don't feel well. We'll do it next time. And I, I, I thought that. I did that. I, I did. And, and then I heard a little voice in my spirit, a little catch in my spirit that says, no, you need to go. There's something there for you. And when I say something there for you, I mean something there beyond the God of the universe. Because the God of the universe is everywhere, but he's definitely uh, in worship when you come together with people and you get in a good church, a life-giving church. And so I, I, I got up and pushed through. And my, my dad and his girlfriend came here. They came here to show her the house. And then we all went to church. Off we went. So there is a bagel company called Aloha Bagel. If you're ever in Yulee or Fernandina, you got to go. Amazing bagel company. They have, a, they have a part of it. They have a chain or not a chain. They have a location at our church. So I always go a little bit early and get my bagel. And I get a, a jalapeno and cheddar cream cheese. And I get an onion bagel and I get it toasted and mm, Wah, chef's kiss. It's so good. Great coffee. I don't do coffee a lot, but I do it on Sunday mornings. So we were there. We were getting our bagel. And I and and my husband got some food and then was getting ready time for, for church church. And it was starting. So I said, I'll go in and I'll save some seats. And you guys can just meet me in there because I don't want to rush my husband. And so I go in. And normally, yes, we sit like on the the left hand side or the other side. But I was like, we we're on this side, no biggie. 
I like to be sort of near the front. That's just, so I, I get us a couple of seats and we're there, church starts. And the guy that was doing the announcements did something a little bit different this time. And instead of, which is, this is an introvert's nightmare, instead of turning around and saying to somebody, Merry Christmas or how are you? I don't know if you've seen that meme. It says when they ask you to talk to somebody at church, it's the introvert's worst nightmare. But they didn't just do that. They said, turn around. And by the way, the name of the church is Journey Church. If you're ever in the Yuli or Amelia Island area, come visit us. It, it, he said, turn around and ask somebody if you can pray for them. I said, okay, in my head. So I turn around and I asked two ladies behind me. I asked one lady, how can I pray for you? And she just kind of does her shoulders. And she said, I, I don't know, Christmas? You just pray for Christmas? And I said, absolutely, I can, I'll pray for you. So I asked the next lady. Her answer was Christmas too. And again, I felt a little catch in my spirit. And it said, ask one more time. And there was a woman sitting directly behind my husband, which was to my left. And I, I grabbed her and I said, can I pray for you? And she looked at me and started to nod. And she said, if you do, I'll start crying. And, and I hugged her. And I said, you know what? I said, they do a, an altar call. They open the altar for prayer normally every service. Would you like to go up when they do that? And she just nodded. She was, she was starting to cry and she nodded. Y'all, I didn't know this, this girl. I don't know her from Adam's house cat, okay? I don't know what was going on with me. I'm a bold girl, but it was the, the catch in my spirit of going in the first place when I didn't feel good, when I was tired, to where we sat. And now, you know, I'm seeing this manifest of why I was supposed to go, and why I was supposed to be there. And so they, the next worship song came on. And um, I just nodded to my husband and touched him so he knew I was going to get out. And I, I, you know, I turned around right behind him and I just grabbed her hand and I led her to the front. And I found a place where we could kneel together and pray. And I put my hands on her and I prayed and I prayed. For her, I prayed for the top of her head, the bottom of her feet. I prayed for every fear, everything that she hasn't spoken to somebody. I prayed for every impediment in her life. I prayed for health and wealth and overflow. I prayed for relationships to be healed and miracles to happen at Christmas in 2024. And meanwhile, she's just weeping. And I'm praying for her and she's weeping. And I'm like, oh my gracious, oh my gracious. And so she, we finish and she gets up and she prays over me, puts her hand over me, prays over me for a minute, and she leaves. And I just stayed up there on my knees talking to God about lots of things. My best friend, my Abba Father, the risen Savior, the reason for the season. And uh, I got up and I went back and the sermon, it was a guest pastor, and he was talking about your first day in heaven, Revelation 4. And he, he went verse by verse, your first day in heaven. And my gracious, was it a needed sermon because so many people are missing people at the holidays. And he talked about what they're experiencing and what people have seen. And, and he, again, used scriptural verses. And we, I was hollering and cheering and clapping. People were, it was just so good. It was what my spirit needed. My biological dad who gave me life is on my right. My husband is on my left. And I was praying over him, just so thankful for him, praying over him because he's the leader of our house. I heard something the other day that was so good. It said, happy wife, happy life, 
happy king, happy kingdom, right? Like, and that's from my friend Brad Lee, have done his podcast years ago in Vegas. And yeah, the the man is it, biblically the head of the household. And so there's there's a reason why I take such great pride in keeping a, a beautiful house and making dinner, even though I'm not that great of a cook sometimes. But I try and and putting that plate on that table and knowing what he likes and putting his silverware out there. I love serving him. I love I love serving this this home and and letting him be the leader. I prayed for this for a really long time. And so the sermon is great. This woman is great. I'm just overcome. I'm eclipsed like I am right now. I weep it. I weep every Sunday in church. And my mom was a weeper. And I remember one time somebody went to church with me and they were like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, these are like happy tears. I'm just overcome. Never want to get over this. And so at the end of the sermon, the the preacher talked about if you don't know where you're going, like if you don't know where you're going, he said, let's change that today. And every every eye closed, every head bowed, and he asked them if they wanted to pray that prayer. We all prayed underneath our breath, the sinner's prayer, and and the, the prayer to ask Jesus in your heart. And so people did. And then he asked, if you want to be bold, will you come up? And I remember seeing this really good-looking young black guy with dreads as part of the group. There were like probably 15, 20 people who got saved, which every time somebody gets saved or rededicates their life, it just, I pray for them every week when I'm in church. I pray for them when I see baptism, uh, church sermons. I, I watch the Free Chapel because I used to go there in Atlanta with Jensen Franklin. absolutely love him. If you're looking for sermons to watch on YouTube, which is how I stay prayed up and stayed in the Word when I'm traveling and busy and on the go. And anytime that happens and I see somebody you know, rededicating their life or coming to Christ. I just pray for them and I get so excited because I know their life is about to change. And so I, I remember seeing this guy and as we're leaving, it's a monsoon. It's a total monsoon. And so my husband had con- gone to get the car for me and my dad had gone to get the car for his girlfriend because they were leaving from straight from there. And I happened to see one of the gentlemen that had given his life to Christ. And I, I, I said, congratulations. I said, congratulations. And he was, he was so excited and so happy. And I said, just want to tell you, you made the best decision of your entire life. And I said, let me tell you something. I said, I, I want to tell you something that, that most Christians won't tell you. And I, I realize I'm, I am sharing my faith full on in this podcast, and I will never be ashamed of Jesus Christ. And it may not be for you, but hopefully, like in my book, you can listen, respect, and 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 be curious, or just say, you know what, that sounds like a cool guy, a cool God. Maybe I'm curious about him, or maybe I just don't hate him like I have before, or been upset with him like I have before. But I'm not going to be ashamed. So I said to this man, I know his name, but I won't share it. I said, and it's a beautiful name, beautiful name. I said to him, I'm speaking right, soul to soul, eye to eye, and I said, let me tell you something. I said. A lot of people will tell you once you get saved, or they'll give you this idea that it's just easy afterwards. And I said, actually, actually, I said, let me tell you my experience. And we're like right out in front of the church and everybody's letting out when this is happening. I said, when I was um, backslidden and not following God and in the throes of my addiction, the devil didn't have to, to afflict me or come after me or lay traps for me because I was doing a good enough job on my own, ruining my life. And I said, but when I got saved and rededicated my life, 
around 30 years old, he woke up and he was like, I hate her. He's always hated me, but now I'm, I'm walking with God. And so now he's laying traps left and right. And I heard a sermon one time again. It was Jensen Franklin. So good. He talked about being a high value target. He talked about Osama bin Laden had, and I'm going to get the number wrong, but some like 30 people assigned to him when we were trying to take him out because he was a high value target. And he said, don't you think that you are just like Osama bin Laden in the sense, hear me out, that you're a high value target for the enemy, that if he can silence you, shut you up, kill you, discourage you, get you mad at God, that you won't touch the people you're supposed to touch. You won't help the people you're supposed to help. You won't walk in your glory. You won't, you won't walk out your path. And so I said to this, to this man, I said, so you're going you're gonna to experience these same things. I want you to know that it's not going to be easy, but take it all as an honor that thieves don't come to rob empty houses. They don't. There is something inside of you that is so great and so good that is worth being a high-value target. Now you're living for God, and the enemy's going to try to take you out, but take it as an honor because the God of the universe wins. We know he wins in the end. We know his plans are yes and amen. And, and he's just poor. He's taking this all in. He's like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Thank you, thank you. And we're hugging. We're you know sharing this moment in time. And, um, and I asked him, like, how long have you been coming here? And he said, I've been here since revival, which was not long ago. And he said, my gym friend brought me. And it just goes to prove, man, invite somebody to church. If you're a churchgoer, invite somebody to church. Invite somebody to come with you. I have another friend, Maria, who invited our friend Danny from, from the, my gym to church. And now Danny's a regular churchgoer with her husband, has been baptized and loves it and loves the Lord. And Maria invited her, right? And so those two stories happened to me at church on Sunday. And it was just, yeah, it's good, man. It's really good. It's the good stuff of life. And the last story I'll tell you is, I told you about my weird idea to go buy a Christmas tree and plant it and get the ugliest, runtiest tree. And I did that on Saturday. And I went into the, the Christmas tree place out in front of Home Depot, and the two guys were there, and one older, one younger, and it was like a ghost town. And I said, oh my gosh, there's nobody here. And they were like, oh yeah. They were like, we've never seen it like this. They said, I don't know if it's the trees are too expensive or just maybe, I, I said, maybe it's you know past the time where people are getting trees. They've either gotten them if they're going to get them. So we were able to have a conversation, and I told these guys about my desire to like plant the tree because they were like, they're like, look at this tree and look at this tree. I was like, no, I want the ugliest, runtiest tree, right? And so we're having these conversations. We're talking. I'm telling them about this weird desire, like I said. And one of them goes inside and goes and gets me root powder, which are going to help these little trees. I've got one in my office right now that I'm looking at take root. And I've got another one. It's on my social media. I'll share it again. It's in my, it's in the bedroom. And my husband called it the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It is so cute. It is so little. It's so ugly. And it's got ornaments that were my grandmother's ornaments, y'all, that I found. I kept searching and searching. I had everything for Christmas out, but I was missing one box. And I found them. They're in a purple velvet box, satin box, excuse me. And I pulled them out. I'm like, oh my gracious. And I put them on the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. And y'all, it was so good because I remembered all my Christmases with her. 
And that's what I want you to do. I want you to savor. I want you to dream. I want you to rest. And I want you to go be your weirdo self. Because had if I was embarrassed to be my weirdo self, I would have gone in there, gotten a tree, shut up, and just left. But because I'm letting my weirdo flag fly, I went in there and told him, I want to plant trees. I saw a story about people with potted trees, and they rent them each year. And then when they become seven feet tall, they plant them in the forest. Well, I couldn't find anybody, per the last podcast, if you haven't listened, couldn't find anybody in Jacksonville to do that. So I put it out. I put the the post out that I'd seen that inspired this. And my Uncle Bruce said, I've done it. I planted several trees in the backyard. And many of them have taken. You can do this, Rachel. So because I'm my weirdo self a thousand percent and I know who is for me is for me and who isn't isn't, and that's okay. And I'm not for everybody, but the people I'm for, they, I blast their soul open, man. Like they get me, you know, they get me. And because I was my weirdo self, I went in there and had that conversation. And then that man was able to be kind and, and do something extra for somebody and go in to get me the root, you know, powder. He didn't have to do that. He had to go all the way in the store from outside. And then we had a conversation about life and, and with the two gentlemen and cars and just stuff. And again, it was those micro, micro moments of joy and connection that just remind me why I'm alive, why I'm alive and how grateful I am to be alive and how grateful I am for you. Hey, Joy Starter, we've talked all about dreams and hash brown casserole and stretchy pants this podcast episode, the last of this season. But I want you to go to the show notes because I expound more on dreams in a little webinar that I've created for you. I wanted to give you some takeaways, some concrete takeaways that you could use at the end of 2023 and the beginning of 2024. I hope you like it. I hope you take away many things from it and make sure you have your notes when you watch. And it's short and sweet. Love you guys. I love you, Joy Starters. I love you deeply and profoundly, and I'm so grateful for you. And one day, hope I get to meet each one of you where you send me an email and say, that touched me, that got me. I loved it. This is why I listen. But until then, I can just see the outline of your faces. I can't see you, but I know you're getting this, and I know you appreciate it. And I'm so thankful for that. So, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy New Year, and we will see you in January for a brand new season. Love you.